Hey listeners, it's me, Red. So there's some weird, like, echo for the first and end part of it. I wasn't able to take it out. I'm not a professional like that. You know that I got a person to be doing all of this for me. But this is not their fault. I edited this episode myself because there was pretty much nothing I wanted to take out of it. I've learned my lesson. Anyway, please enjoy the episode. I really love this movie. I highly recommend watching it like figure out a way to get to it because it made me cry enjoy the show sounds fine okay good it sounds fine on my end does it sound fine on your end yeah you sound great okay great because i had to nix the microphone Um, yeah i'm going to learn how to use this fancy ass usb microphone thing that i have with a pop filter and a sound whatever (laughs) it's a toner mic i don't know if that's good or not but my sister said that it was good and i trust her research Okay, so this movie, I've been listening to the soundtrack for a minute. <laughs> I Yeah, it's good. It's very good. Um, do you, do you, okay, first off, we're not even covering a movie we said we're going to cover, so there's no way we're never again going to announce the next movie. <laughs> no, yeah, so next time we're watching whatever the fuck we feel like, guys. Um, sorry, not sorry. I just, there's just, there's no way. We can't keep doing this. We can't keep doing this to each other, Peter. It's not healthy anymore. And was this even your pick? I think. <laughs> I wish I could quit you. <laughs> no, this is your pick. I did you not picked... pick Encanto. I picked no, Girls yeah, Trip. Did. No, you picked Girls Trip a long time ago. And then you texted me and you're like, hey, we should do Encanto. Okay. It's really good. I just saw it in theaters. I cried. I cried too, by the way. Okay. This movie makes you cry. Welcome to the test reel where we talk about movies. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I'm abuela. Okay. Because <laughs> I know how to make tamales now. So I think that I think that means that I'm the matriarch of my family now. Hmm. Um, Isabella's uncontrollable urge to be perfect. <sighs> you know, some people really do have that problem and they suffer a lot so i feel for isabella because she was the golden child okay let's get into this then manuel miranda had something to do with this movie i'm not surprised um we are (laughs) we have so much stuff to do before we get into the movie (laughs) okay what did lynn manuel miranda do to you he didn't do anything to me. Okay. Okay, what did he do for you? We're going to be talking about 2021's Encanto. Um, yes, also pronounced Encanto, but yeah. That's or because... if you want to say it in English, enchantment. Um, a young yeah. Colombian girl has to face the frustration of being the only member of her family without magical powers. Directed by Jared Bush, Brian Howard, and Sharice Castro-Smith. Okay, so I loved the POC representation in this movie because they didn't try to whiteify Mary Bell. They didn't try to like make her 
basically just a brown white girl. She was a brown girl with like a body of a brown girl. She had glasses. She had the Colombian nose. She had the curly hair that was a little wild over the place. I loved this movie's representation of people of color because like the citizens of the Encanto, they were like the mix that you would get from Colombia. There were some of them were white Spanish looking some of them were black. Some of them were very much Hispanic looking. It was very, very good um, on that front. Also, I think this is considered the 50th Pixar animated movie or some shit. I don't it's not know. Pixar. It's just a straight up Disney animated movie. Uh, was it like 50th Disney animated movie or whatever? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I guess Toy it. Story being the first. Um, let's talk about our lives. What are you up to? Because <laughs> I haven't seen you in a minute. Um, done a lot on this weight loss journey. That's a thing. It sucks because I sent you a t-shirt that is the size that you told me in December. And I know you weren't exactly on this weight loss journey in December. I was, but I wasn't like hardcore. I think end of December, I was like, we're doing this. Let's get the six pack. Because end of December, I saw like visible change from my diet. And I was like, maybe I should push this up a little bit more. Well, that's good. And you had parathyroid problems, right? Unless you don't want to talk about that. We can yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I mean, I have a brain tumor, so I'm not I'm not trying to throw your medical stuff all over and not offering any of mine. How um, dare you? <laughs> you know that protected medical information I could lose my license for talking about? Let's talk about yours. Okay. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm super happy for you. I don't think your own medical information is protected, though, right? Your own is, as long as you say it is. If you say, no, I don't want anyone to know about that, in the court of law, you could have malpractice suit. And that's oh. worth $10,000 per violation. Gotcha. So, yeah, anything that has your medical record number on it, your social security number. I, this wait is a second. Law podcast. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a wait second. A <laughs> I'm looking at the cast, and there's one name on here that really surprises me. What? Augustine, Maribel's dad. Do you know who voices him? Or get the raccoon? I don't know. Wilmer Valderrama. Uh, 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 your mama. <laughs> I don't, what? I'm so surprised because the dad, I was like, hot dad, way to go, Maribel. Way to go, mom. Who makes magic food like okay so it's only six minutes in we gotta run down the the family madrigal their name was madrigal which is magical which is awesome i love that um okay, okay so there's the three kids one of them is me he disgraced the family and now lives with small animals that chew on him constantly i did that um <laughs> no i didn't do that but uh, I do live with small animals who chew on me constantly. So that was the old... Well, she had triplets, right? Abuela had triplets with yes. her husband. So Abuela had triplets. Um, yes. And the triplets were uh, Julieta. Mm-hmm. That's Mary Bell's mom. Yes. Julieta. Um, I, I have a list in front of me. I have to scroll down to like get to the Thank, list. Thank God. They're probably wow. at the top of it. This list? 
does not have all the characters. Um, Julieta, <laughs> uh, Bruno, and I'm gonna find her name it. was like Pepetta or something. Like her name sounded like one of my aunt's names, so I think it was Peppa. Peppa, yes, Pepetta, Peppa, yeah, whatever. Um, a very, a very Hispanic sounding name. So Abuela she had these three kids and I don't know if the house told her or if she knew because that was her gift. Cause Abuela had a door that glowed. So she must've had some sort of magical ability. She wasn't talking about. Could she communicate with the house? I think. Cause the house always gave her the candle to give the gift to the new kids. Uh, yeah. I think her power, I don't know. Cause she did not communicate with the house. I think her power was literally the power of the family. Okay, so this is okay, so this is my theory, and this is my theory that I came up with in the end. And I said, because I watched this movie twice, I watched it once, and then I watched it again because I had kids at my house, and I was like, let's watch Encanto. And they're like, I haven't watched that yet. And I was like, it's very good, and the soundtrack is just a fire. Um, also, we're gonna get into Luisa's song, uh, we're also gonna get into We Don't Talk About Bruno in a minute. <clears throat> So continuing on with the kids of the kids, these are the grandchildren, which is why Abuela is Abuela. Hey there, listeners. It's that part of the episode where I tell you how great our sponsor for today is. It's Anchor again. (gasps) Big surprise. Um, Turns out we have two listeners according to our analytics. So hi, both of you. I'm pretty sure I know who you are, Um, but if you want to do the podcast, reach out. You know how to get in touch with me. If you want to do your own podcast, definitely go with Anchor. It's free, and all of the mixing and editing part is actually super easy and intuitive. Um, And you can do it on your phone. So let's get back to the show. Uh, we have Lu- uh, Lupita. Well, no. okay, wait. I have a list. Okay. I found an actual list. We got Isabella, okay. the perfect one. Yes, uh, she oldest, is Beyonce the, incarnate. Yeah, she's she is uh, the oldest daughter she, of Julia. The way she came down on that vine and was swinging her hair around, I was like, "Hey, look, it's Beyonce." <laughs> Just saying. Legit, hey, it's Beyonce, and then Beyonce going into her uh, lemonade phase. Yeah, literally, because she's like fuck all this pink i'm gonna wear black and blue and like <laughs> so good she was like Abuela, was don't hurt yourself like... <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt yourself hey abuela six inch <laughs> i hate and love the fact that we all know that jay-z has a six inch penis um <laughs> Okay. But mostly just love it because it was so shady. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So there so there was Beyonce. We're just gonna call her Beyonce. Um then there was Louisa. Yep, Louisa, Louisa is the middle child. Louisa can taught me. Um Louisa's daddy. Hmm. I don't, um, I don't... Louisa is like wow. <laughs> also we... that song. Can we wait until Encanto 4 for the trans represent like the trans movie representation yeah, when yeah. Luisa becomes Luis? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd say Encanto 2, given the way that... Um... No, Encanto 2 is where um, um, they find the grandfather still alive, and then Abuela dies, and then all of her Abuela's powers go into Maribel. I already mapped Wait. out all of the future movies. Thank God you and me are on the same page with Maribel being the next progenitor of the Madrigal line. Yeah. Because um, she'll be, like, encouraging her sisters and brothers and cousins and whatever well she doesn't have any brothers she has two sisters but she'll be encouraging her sisters and cousins like you should get married and add to the family because now that abuela's gone it's my duty to continue giving out the gifts to the madrigal family that is my gift yeah like all those other scrubs they just got a room yeah they just got, got a, room. a got... whole fucking house <laughs> similar to knives out there's a there's a mexican girl and everyone's like we thought we were great but turns out you're the best of all <laughs> um we're doing knives out soon um because hello this is a very hello. good movie um, um but yeah okay. so there's cousin who's the cousin who hears everything dolores right um okay wait maribel yeah dolores hears everything dolores loki my favorite dolores is the messy cousin and i identify with her because she would just be like oh i heard it and then she would just run away and i'd be like she's going to tell somebody <laughs> She's going to tell somebody. Like, she can't keep it in. And the whole dinner scene wouldn't have happened if she hadn't kept her messy mouth closed. Um, just saying. So, <clears throat> so there's the cousin who hears everything. Next is her brother? Her little brother? Yeah, Camilo. Camilo. Okay, I never knew Camilo's name. Um I just knew that he was the one who changed into everything else. Also, his mom controls the weather. She electrocuted him, and he started, like, changing between different people. I'm assuming that means that your gift is somehow tied to your central nervous system. But that's just me trying to science and X-Men this movie. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and then last is Antonio, who got, honestly, the most fire gift of them all. Because he gets a right fucking tiger. Antonio is a little pimp. This kid is going to grow up. He's going to steal all the girls. He's going to be Michael B. Jordan with a fro. <sighs> it's just the next The next Antonio is going to be voiced by Michael B. Jordan in the third or fourth movie. I don't see that happening, but yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to creatively rewrite the next mm. movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> so she like gives him a, a pet leopard. Like she gives him a little tiny stuffed leopard. She's like, I made it. Also, Maribel... Very good at yarn arts. I noticed that. Um, glad that she found her thing. <laughs> I like how we. I like how we one hundred percent skipped over Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. Okay, this is gonna take a minute. <clears throat> okay, so. We have the cousin who changed. So Antonio, definitely little pimp. He was like, I'm scared. I want to be vulnerable with just Mary Bell, which is her power. I think it's I think her gift is that she lifts up everyone in the family and makes them feel strong. And that's really important for their magical gifts, because if they don't feel strong in their power and they're doubting themselves, their gift wanes. Ooh, I think it's it's I think it's more that she makes people feel comfortable being who they really are yes she's like a she's a family whisperer 
she's the fam she's the family bitch who's all about family that used to be abuela but abuela had trauma no they all have trauma and all that trauma stems from abuela having trauma (laughs) it's called generational trauma (laughs) usually due to um you know colonialism here to ruin the day i'm assuming that was colonialism not drug lords no those are definitely drug lords they have machetes damn it you're right Okay, so Abuelo, I think. Okay, so since we're trying to write the fourth movie, we're in the not first movie, trying to write the fourth. Who said that? I think Abuelo got his powers. Like the candle reached out to him, and he's just invincible. Like the machetes just like broke all over him. But Abuelo didn't see it because the encanto was formed. That's that's my thing. Um, and somehow, as an older man, he snuck back in through the crack when it happened, and he's like. I'm just going to chill because I know my family needs me, but they don't need me. (laughs) (laughs) Also, he gets a new bitch because why not? I mean, if you're going to fake your own death. (laughs) Yeah, like that episode of the Boondocks. You need to negotiate your bitches. (laughs) That was my favorite episode. (laughs) My booty is mine and you can't have it. Oh my god. I love that episode so much. (laughs) (laughs) I want it and I'm gonna have it. Now give me that booty. (laughs) There's a support group for men who don't want to get anally raped in prison. Bro. (laughs) I'm sorry if this is a real like concern for people but it's just I love that episode. It is a real concern. Okay, good. Glad. I'm glad. So I support you, Peter, in your worries and concerns about being anally raped. I mean, I'm not that concerned about it. Well, I mean, no, I wouldn't think so. But you definitely get to be like in a Lifetime movie if it happens to you. Um, Or at least someone who looks like you will be. Oh, wow. Okay, so we didn't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. Um, Bruno's song on this track was very fire. It was probably, I heard it was the best song on the track. I personally believe that, uh, I think it's like called Dios Madrigal or something. It's the it's the Mariposa song, the butterfly song, when all the butterflies come yeah. at the very end of the movie. That is my favorite. I've been listening to it on a loop. Um, I think that's the one that was uh, nominated for an Emmy. Yeah, it's just, it makes you feel hopeful. You're like, family and Spanish and taquitos. (laughs) And also, I definitely cried during that song, so it makes me feel things. And I'm like, it makes me feel like putting on a pink dress instead of a black shawl, you know? Yeah, I totally know. (laughs) Because that's what Abuela did. Okay. Abuela, she got me um at the okay the part of the movie okay so the magic is going out maribel knows it we don't talk about bruno because bruno can see the future and everything he saw was just shit that happens to people maybe he should have just learned to keep his mouth shut and not tell people about his visions he said my fish would die and the next day it was dead well maybe just don't tell her bruno that's all Phew. I'm so bless sorry. you I, wow 
that's fine. I would mute my mic if I could, but I can't. Um, <laughs> Nor can I. And that's why we have a professional editor. Oh, yeah. Right, right, sir. Who your name I forgot because Ooh, money so, been tight. <clears throat> I wanna I wanna I wanna talk about this movie and how it's so different from other Disney movies. Like how it's not just living toys coming to life and trying to be good for their human and well, it's people who are trying to come into their own. No. Well oh. no. So like most Disney movies, the central character, a girl, whatever, you know, goes out on a grand adventure to try to fix something, right? Mm-hmm. But this movie doesn't do that. Instead, it chooses to go deeper inside of itself in the house. Which is the journey that she takes every family member on when it's time for their powers to be addressed. Yeah, and like the issue is not some like grand apocalypse or grand evil the issue is literally like coming to terms with your emotional baggage and generational trauma and mental health issues by re by looking deeper inside of yourself and realizing that you are enough and you don't have to be more than that i mean yes exactly correct and i believe that mary bell was the person to make this journey happen because Her parents constantly told her, and it was so depressing. They're like, you have nothing to prove to the family because you have no powers. Everyone was like, here's the not special special for Marybelle because, you know, you're not special. But do you see how fucked up that is? Yes. Like, like, look, you're part of this family, but you don't really have to be part of this family. Yeah, if you were... The part where they're where Abuela was like, this is a perfect night. Let's take a picture. And everyone got in. No one was like, hey, Mary Bell, get in here. You're part of the family. They were like, everyone use your powers for under three. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Her dad was there. Her uncle was there. Abuela was there. They didn't have any powers to show off for the picture. Um, well, no, that's because uh, Abuela had like unrealistic high views for all of her grandchildren, the people who can get powers. And the fact that she didn't, Abuela instantly wrote her off as just like, you can't just don't get in the way. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe like when she was, she made those yarn art things for the decoration. They were little votive candle standees. Now, however, when making a vote, this is coming from a crafting. I live at Michael. I haunt the aisles of a Michael's daily type of place um god when making yarn art for votive candles you need a proper stand she did not do that she made hers out of probably cardboard and that's cardboard and fire they don't go well together okay or yarn and she was like look abuela i did this for you and she handed her a smoking pile of shit and she was like maybe you should just stay out of the way and don't fuck up antonio's gift giving ceremony like you fucked up your own did you see Abuela's eyes when Antonio was like, I need you because I'm still just a little kid and you're my favorite cousin and I need you to walk up these stairs with me? Yeah. She was like, oh, she's going to fuck it up or try and take the gift for herself. What the fuck, Mary Bell? Get away. <laughs> she looked at her the way that you look at the child, the, the grandchild who just came out. Um, <laughs> wow. I'm saying this in terms of my Abuela. She was born in 1927, but she actually accepted <clears throat> me like right off the back so i know i'm just saying generally in hispanic machismo cultures that involve lots of homophobia and misogyny um 
but are secretly run in the background by a powerful matriarchy. It's gayness. They're like, maybe don't. But if you can look straight, it's better for you. I'm wearing a shirt right now that says love with rainbows. Um, (laughs) I don't think I'm that one, Peter. (laughs) Just not that one. But anyway, uh, yeah, she she looked at Mary about like, what's she going to fuck up now? And it's like, she didn't do anything. And the part where she's singing the song where she's like, open your eyes, open your eyes. I think she was trying to plead with her. I'm important. I'm just as worthy as everyone else in the house. And also, can you try and give me a power again? That'd be nice. You know, it doesn't have to be just once. Damn. Yeah. Also, Abuela yelling at her, being like, I don't know why you didn't get a power. Or I don't know why you didn't get a gift, but that's not an excuse for you to hurt this family. Can you imagine... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like she came for blood she did come for blood <clears throat> excuse me you're excused you may go no <laughs> well actually let's let's um let's wrap this bitch up okay this is the most we've ever talked about in a single movie this movie was so good i watched it twice honestly and i, I also watched times. it twice i, I did can... not cry 12 times uh <laughs> i know right it's like you can feel it coming and you're like she's not special and she's like don't cry at all don't be mad or sad at all and i was like i'm mad and sad for you mary bill <clears throat> i it's always during the last song where the family comes together where i'm like fuck <laughs> this this is it this is what i signed up for the abuelo and, and that's the song that i've been listening to on repeat not the new foundation one but the one right before that where all the butterflies fly around mary bell and grandma and you're like, so this was her purpose the whole time, to keep the family together the way Abuela was forcing the family together, but she does it with love. Yeah. I, I love it. I just... And honestly, beautiful song. I'm ending this episode with that song. Um, I know, right? And then we'll hold hands and walk back into the Encanto and start our multiracial family. Um, what do you think about a living bed and breakfast? Um... At first, I was like, is this house watching me fuck? But then yes. I was like, but it I'm okay with this. Too. It, it wants... moves the floorboards when you're doing it, because it's like, more babies for the magic. Uh, it's like it's like a bed hopper, which is a Mormon thing. Do you know what that is? No, a bed hopper? What is that? Okay, so there's this thing called felting, right? I know what felting oh, no, is. So- no, soaking, sorry. No, what is that? So it's something that Mormons do so they don't go to hell. Um, they put the place, the parts inside the other parts and it's soaking in there, but they're not allowed to move because that's the sinful act. So someone, a friend of theirs, jumps up and down on the bed that they're laying on. This is a real thing Mormons do. Mormons have more threesomes than anyone else. Oh, wow. Aren't you upset that you know that now and that this is what white people do? Yeah, white people be crazy, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> watching the Real Housewives of Salt Lake. I okay, mean, we're not talking about see, that. <laughs> you see, hold up. Did it's you have last, anything to you, do with my conviction? <laughs> did you see last last night's episode was so insane? I, I no, I'm watching. I'm watching it um, tomorrow because it takes a couple days to get onto my sling. Um, 
but yes, I am watching it. There's like there's a scene where they're all trying to have dinner. <laughs> <laughs> this is that's the one I was talking about. From last night's episode? No, not last night's no, episode. No, I'm talking about last night's episode where they're all trying to have dinner and Jen was just like I can't deal with Jenny and her lying ass mouth right now. And she just like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. She doesn't go to the bathroom. She goes straight to the kitchen. She's just like, man, these bitches are crazy, right? And she's eating the food in the oh kitchen. God. And this is Jen Shaw. Yeah. Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw, no. I like calling her Jen Shaw as one word just because it's funny. Uh, oh my God. The same so way I pronounce funny. Bryce Dallas Howard's name, which is that she's Bryce Dallas Howard, not Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, yeah. Anyway. Wait, and then um, Whitney organized, like, a thing for, like, this spiritual journey thing, which actually looked very, like, relaxing and... And spiritual. And yeah, and all, all the women were like, this is great. We are, like, coming together. We're this so relaxed great. and spiritual. Except for Mary, who was not <laughs> ready and... <laughs> Mary ready in time, so they just leave her, and she's just <laughs> like... She's just like, I don't care if they leave me. Who schedules an event the same day you come into town? Like, what the fuck? Can a bitch rest? I love Mary. Let's talk about Mary. There's something about Mary. There's something about Mary getting fired from the show. I mean, because you can't have a religious zealot on the... Well, no, you can have a criminal. No, she didn't show up to the reunion. Oh, oh, well. Which apparently okay. is a you have to or you get fired thing, but I've never, I don't, I never knew this. So. I I just think that mostly like they don't miss the reunions. I don't think any of the housewives have ever missed a reunion. Not really. They at least come through. They at least come through Zoom. They're like, they're like, oh, I'm busy, but the girl can get on Zoom with a nice smoky eye if you want. <laughs> like dressed from the waist up and they're like yeah yeah i think so and they're just so obviously maybe she's on zoom who knows i don't know no one knows i really don't want mary to go because mary is funny oh, she's so good just the bitches be crazy I don't sometimes even care about her weird church stuff i just like her as a person i like her because of her weird church stuff <laughs> that's the best part. if you if you come for me I'll send Jesus after you. And I was like, damn, Mary, I think you could do it. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> How many um, grandmothers disappointed in their grandchildren out of five would you give this movie? Oh, five disappointed grandmothers. Yes. All the disappointment. Oh, wait. Um, hmm. How many nosy little five-year-olds do you give this movie? <laughs> you mean the one talking to the rats in the walls? Yeah. Um, no, I'm talking about like the ones in the town are like, Maribel, what's your power? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you like, tell us your power, Maribel. <laughs> and, then the, and then the messy cousin, she's like, oh, she didn't get a power. <laughs> I like that she's always just like, <laughs> and then leaves. <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go There's sprint. a really cool detail I caught watching it the second time, when it, like everybody's clapping. She doesn't full on clap. She just claps her little pinkies together. <laughs> yeah, because she can hear everything really loud. Yeah. The same for everyone actually, because if you notice, mom doesn't have a door. She has the kitchen. Oh fuck! I know. It's a magic kitchen. It's her magic kitchen. Mom lives in the. So as a kid. 
probably she got her door and then like the magic went downstairs to the kitchen and the door to the kitchen glowed with her and a bunch of like skillets and stuff and like empanadas or whatever and she's like oh yeah this is my room all right everyone line up let's make some magic food she didn't even know what was gonna happen but everyone was like my sinus congestion went away and they're like my arm was broken it's fixed how many epipens do you think they have in that house for augustine he's always getting hit by bees well his wife is a is a magical epipen so they never can they were so reliant on the magic of the house they didn't ever think they'd have to actually build okay themselves up okay i don't know if the listeners know this i'm I'm married to a colombian okay yes we know this she's spicy white no don't say that she doesn't <laughs> like that no one likes that i need you to stop doing that okay. um i'll take it out i'll take it out of this episode no you can leave it in so everyone knows i yelled at you um fine okay abuela fine oh today's betty white's 100th birthday but um oh, happy oh, birthday betty white happy birthday you're in a better place you're probably telling jokes to jesus and he's like fuck i didn't think of that that's hilarious man um, I hope you saw Encanto before you died and were like, this is what the Spanish are like. Oh, you know she did because they were like, hey, Betty, want to watch this? You know what? I saw a lot of movies before they came out and I don't, I'm not even famous. Like Hollywood people, they just like pass around these DVDs of the movie before like a month and a half before they're out. I didn't know this. I lived across the street from some guy who did lighting for the prices right for four years. Mm. And he's like, here, want these Emmy testers? And I was like, Yes, give them to me. Uh, um, what were we talking about before Betty I said White. before Betty White? Um, little let's see, epipens, clapping pinkies, uh, magical gifts, relying on the magical gifts instead of elevating themselves. And then you said, "Oh wait!" And also, it's Betty White's birthday today. Uh, hmm. Yeah, sorry. Oh, wait, wait, Colombian family. Yes. Listen, 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 listen. Cat's bomb. Dear blessed Gloria. Always has a repas. Always has a repas waiting for us at all times. No matter, like, when we wake up, they're there. When we get there, they're there. Like, They're just there and hot and ready. They're not normally hot, but... I don't know what an arepa is because I'm not Colombian. I'm Mexican. 30 seconds in a microwave in there. Just like crispy. Perfect. Are they like are they similar to a beignet? No. Mm. They're like round cakes made from cornmeal. Oh, those are gorditas. I don't know the words you just said. Um, so my mom taught me how to make those. They're made they're made the way that you make tortillas, right? But they're like thick and you just like put them right on the pan and they heat up and then you turn yeah. them over and they're buttery and delicious mm-hmm. and then you cut them in half and you put mm-hmm. something delicious in them mm-hmm. if you want yeah those or are you just or you drizzle honey on them and you go to town yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay so <clears throat> uh my mom she was telling me a story from her childhood when her mom she would make tortillas for uh tacos every night so she would make the tortillas she would make flour tortillas and she'd be making them Oh, no, she'd make corn tortillas, sorry. So, you know, the cornmeal. And she'd be making them, and she'd run up, and she'd be like, Mom, can I have a gordita? And she's like, no, I can't make you a gordita, because then I have to make everyone a gordita, and I don't have enough cornmeal for eight gorditas. Because <laughs> um, my grandma had eight kids. Um, what is it, Taco Bell? I know. <laughs> gordita is actually the correct name, is the Mexican name for that, 
or is the Mexican name for a Colombian arepa. So mm. I didn't know that. I know a new thing now. I'm so happy um, because I am the most whitewashed child of us all. Uh, <laughs> I'm only pronouncing these things correctly because my mother will come for me if she listens to this episode. She listens to all our episodes, by the way. Um, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> In the future, I'm going to make a Bruno prediction. In the future, she's going to be laughing in her car listening to this. Um, <laughs> but that's what we're, we're laughing with you, too, because you're the only audience member we know personally. Um, that's not it, That's not true. Oh, yeah, that's my coworker. Kim has been loving the podcast. Oh, good. Well, Kim, if you want to be on the podcast or if you just want to send us in a suggestion, uh, I, I told her you were sick the last few weeks and she was <laughs> legit worried. Okay, I haven't been sick, sick. I've just been like dealing with life stuff, but I get that. <laughs> you know, I have been dealing with brain tumors, hearing loss, and um, possibly diabetes, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like, we're all human. I'm turning 30 in two years. I guess this is just going to happen eventually. Um, I need to find a new progenitor of my family line. Luckily, that's definitely going to be Ian and whatever kid he's making with his wife. Um, thank God that I don't have to be in charge of that because I would fuck it up. Um, anyway, <laughs> the kid, I mean, I would fuck up the kid. Um, <laughs> I'm here to be the gay uncle or the sassy aunt who comes in with a cigarette holder that's two inches long and a martini and be like, Oh, I could really go for a hot dog right now. Um, I found a great new um, TikTok account. We'll, we're going to end here, but I found a great new TikTok account. Wait, okay. So before <laughs> we get into that, we have two segments. One, I would give this movie five annoying little kids on espresso. Two, uh, no, I think that's really it. Okay, just that. Anyway, five, five out of five. We yeah, both yeah, give yeah. it five out of five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> stories from my life. Um, nothing. I was just gonna say I found a new TikTok called the Gay Aunties, and I love it because <laughs> you said send gay. it to me. <laughs> well, right now they're in the middle of the Great War of 2022, um, so a lot of the content on TikTok is all about the Great War. So wait. Well, I'm gonna go back to the beginning and watch their like full catalog because I'm sure it'll only take me like four hours today. You know about um, the Great War, right? Oh, I sent you all the stuff. I sent you hundreds of TikToks about the Great War. No, I got... Wait, on TikTok? Because I haven't been on TikTok. Yeah, on TikTok. Oh, I, I messaged them to you. messages. Fuck. The gay aunties Dude. is part of that <laughs> continuous free. Yes. Okay. Is this similar to the War of 2021, where everyone was, like, yeeting grenades? They're like, me on the battlefield, yeet. <laughs> this bitch empty, yeet. <laughs> or no. Um, um, mm, no, um, it's okay. Um, me catching friendly fire and the war of 2021. Damn, bro. That wasn't even really cool of you. Like, <laughs> let me, I, I found a very good explainer. So I'm trying to find it real quick. Oh, okay. Uh, we will wait. We're only at 37 minutes and we technically have, we get an hour and a half of uncut audio to be turned into 45 minutes. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I know. We still have 15 minutes to go if you want. Or, or you're busy. I don't know. It's up to you. It's called work. I don't know, yeah, I know. know what that is. 
But no, I, it's just six forty-four here, so my work doesn't start till nine. I... Oh, that's also true. My nose yeah. is running. Oh, <laughs> um, don't die. <laughs> don't die. <laughs> yeah, of that horrible, deadly disease out there killing everyone. You know, and let's not talk about China and how they're gonna, you know, bomb Thailand or whatever, or Russia and how they're gonna take Ukraine back and become the Soviet Union. If they do, I'm moving back um, because communism. It's like it's like walking through the rain. Seems like a good idea when you're not in it, but then when you're in it, it's even better than you imagined. Oh, this, here we go. The council wars. I found it. I found it. The council wars. Oh my god. Okay, there must be vibe checks involved in these councils. I'm sure. Um. There's a Wikipedia page now. <laughs> this, is, this is getting so out of hand already. There's a there's gonna be a wiki dot. Oh my god, here we go. Okay, this explainer really helped me. I'm ready, I'm ready for it. <sighs> Since the time of immemorial, the Council of Men has safeguarded the secrets of men and have been overseen by the Vantalord for many millennia. Alliances have risen and factions have formed, but the many had a place on the Council to discuss the matters of men. The Vantalord has seen us through many great conflicts, such as the Martian Wars of the 2nd century BC, and more <laughs> recently, Magania, the Maganian incident. More recently, the Vantalord has shared his alkalides to his subjects by inviting them to the cookout, a mainstay event that honors the actions of all those in attendance. Okay. Wow. This is all fake history that they've been building for years. Okay. Che, a member of the council and fighter alongside the Vantalord at the beginning of this year's broke... Uh, wait, wait. Uh, fighter alongside the Vantalord. At the beginning of this year, he broke one of the sacred laws and revealed the secret to men's big pockets by posting a video about it on TikTok, the realm of communication. Oh, it no. was discovered and brought to the council where the Vantalord called the for the arrest of Che to stand trial for his crime. You want to know what that secret was? What was it? Scratching your dick through your pocket. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's like, you can't say that on the air, Peter. We're going to get canceled. You can't, you can't do this to us. Che responded with a refusal and then declared that he had no loyalty to the council or the Vantalord despite their history together and declared himself in open rebellion. The Vantalord had no choice but to call, uh, but to call for bounty hunters to apprehend Che, now known as the Rogue. So these have been TikToks going back and forth, right? This is amazing. There's, there's so much more. Okay. The first attempts were in failure, either through defeat of the hunters or with deception. The rogue responded by threatening to reveal more secrets of men for every bounty hunter sent after him. He started small, revealing the penis tuck, and then be began no, spilling the secrets and trusted to him. That. <laughs> and then no. began spilling the secrets and trusted him by the Vantalord himself. Oh, no. He revealed the Vantalord's real name. Gary. Oh. He's going to say Tasha Fierce, but okay. Uh, this was a minor spat until the great betrayal from within the council. Pahari. Oh my god. Paharikawa. 
Parikara, oh geez, known at, to the council as the great historian, revealed that he held knowledge of the council's corruption and laid the fault of that corruption squarely on the Vantalord himself. He declared himself in support of the rogue, but did not join him, instead creating a new council known as the Parist, allied with the rogues and his growing citadel of fucking idiots. Oh my god. <laughs> Can I join the... Can I join the rogue side? Just to, like, that's where I want to be. In the final name, a final nail in the coffin came when the grill master of the cookout, calling his loyalty only to the cookout, sided with the rogue, followed soon by the great NPC, and he (laughs) shouted for the council to burn. Oh no. <laughs> Thus began a buildup of forces that started to pull in men from all corners of the talk verse, from the wise and DMs of D talk to the strength of Norse talk. The gym nerds alliances have been formed and disbanded and loyalty questioned. It even reached the media. Men news reported and tried to stay no- neutral only to receive a threat from the Vantalord to buy them out. Under the desk news reported and initially sided under with the, the desk. Council. I love under the desk. <laughs> under desk reported initially sided with the council, but then betrayed him and sided with the women and the gay aunties. Oh, fuck the gay aunties. The sister had finally responded, and to the surprise, stated that they had spies all over the council, and these so-called secrets have long since been revealed to them, which they dismissed as unnecessary to really know because no one cares. Destiny's pulled <laughs> their support. Destiny's <laughs> <laughs> pulled their support from the council upon reporting the sisterhood's announcement, stating that stating that there seems to be no reason for the war. She will remain neutral, but has but there has been no response from the Vangelord, the Rogue, or the. Uh, the historian in regards to any of this information oh my <sighs> at this point much work needs to be done and all tiktok scoured to see alliances and determined forces however at present it seems based on followers that the council is only slightly behind the alliance of the rogue the vantalord deciding that enough was enough has now signed a deal with the primordial vantalord the supreme power has the ability to destroy it all if uncontrolled oh my god <laughs> Well, here's hoping that doesn't happen, and I'm ready to join the side the side of the rogue. This is an he old update. This he is an old update from four days ago. So much has happened. Well, yeah, in it's four TikTok. days. It so fast. <clears throat> so, uh, pa- Parakara caught COVID. The Vantalord wanted to cancel the war until Parakara got uh, like better again. Um, oh, well, that's nice of them. Yeah. I don't know the gender of the Vantalord. He's he's a black guy. Oh, huge I, beard. I don't I don't know any of these um TikTokers other than Under the Desk. It's the only one I knew. Uh, Under the Desk has really good wrap ups. Well, oh, I love the weekly wrap up. <laughs> I follow Under the Desk specifically because of their weekly wrap up. I love it. Oh my back. Oh. Okay. Oh, my neck and my back. My shoulders my and my crack. And my crack. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, this, okay, I'm going to put this. Oh, right now they're fighting to see which side uh, Ryan Ryan Reynolds allies with. The rogue, of course. He's Deadpool. Yeah. And then something about the grand, the grand mustard witch. 
appearing is a bad sign for the war for everyone. Oh fuck, I've seen her. Um, she's like a kitchen witch, and mustard is important to her. Like, yeah, it's called her. Lizzo. <laughs> Lizzo made a TikTok of her pouring mustard on pears and eating them. <laughs> oh, she is the mustard witch. Damn it! I thought they were talking about a real TikTok, like a real witch talk person. But I could see Lizzo becoming the mustard witch. Um, I could see why they call her the witch as well. But I feel like the name witch is like a powerful term that belies much magic under the surface. Um, so that was a segment called Talking About Our Lives, everyone. <laughs> um, I enjoyed this movie very much. Do you have a creative rewriting for it? Because I don't. I just want sequels. Sequels, sequels, sequels. And more sequels, please. Um, but okay. this time, I do, more queer I do trans Oh, Yes. For Christmas, I got Cat a Maribel doll. Ah, I love it. And I was like, I know you never had toys that looked like you or represented your culture growing <gasps> up. So I wanted to like do something for you. And she started bawling. <sighs> Peter. And now it's six. I marry you now. Oh my god. Now it's so sweet. <laughs> in my living room next to our TV. I'm sure right. it fucking does. And I know when she sees it, she smiles. <laughs> I love you, Peter. You're such said, a nice guy. <laughs> and then she said, one day I will give this to our daughter. And I... Fuck. <laughs> and then you got real nervous. Because kids are expensive as fuck. <sighs> okay. But you know what? I do foresee you having a young pimp son like Antonio, so... so what what movies are we considering for next week okay uh hey if you want you know what let's interact with the audience for a a second if you want to have a vote on what the next movie is that we are going to be doing uh email us as soon as this episode drops if it's a couple days after then we probably already recorded um literally just hit us on twitter email us yeah tweet at us punch me at work and tell me that i'm not funny Wow, don't do that to me because I work inside someone's home and that means that they're listening to this show. Anyway, where can the people find us, Peter, so they can tell us what they want us to watch next? Uh, I'm on Twitter uh, at Zenzuma and um, Instagram too, I think. And um, and then I have another little podcast called uh, ASMR for My Wife where I just Very record good. things. And did you hear the last episode of me at the diner? I didn't hear the episode of you at the diner, but I'm going to listen to it on my way to work. These fools in front of me were having a full-on 9-11 conversation. I don't know if it picked it up, but I, was I would like, love to hear this. Um, <laughs> I need to start recording things from my life. Like, and um, I am, I'm, um, I'm theory crafting a new podcast. Ooh, hopefully, uh, theory crafting. Well, we hope that your um vision boarding works. Um. Oprah is proud of you. Yeah, I might do it with my sister. Who knows? I don't know. Depends if she has time. Yes. I need more of the Marauder siblings doing the shit. She's a Brookins. She has a different last name, but that's I funny. know. But I know you better than I know her. Okay. I need more of Peter and Jaden doing sibling shit. And I wasn't sure if Brookins or Davis was her name, so now I know Carl Ann's last name too. I bet Carl Ann. <laughs> 
I saw that you met Carl Ann. You sent me pictures of you with Carl Ann. I was so jealous. She's so funny. Okay. Not gonna lie, when I get when I when you sent me that picture of you and Jaden, my patient's mom was like, oh, "What's his name?" And I was like, "Peter." And she's like, "Oh." <laughs> and then she sent me that picture that I sent to you. Yeah. I said, "He's gonna and tell was... me not all black people look the same, you know." And she's like, "I know." And and then without fail, you sent me a thing that said, "Not all black people look the same, Red." And I was very happy. I knew exactly where that was going. I knew exactly where it was going to. Um, but I was like. I kind of have to deliver this message. It's from a black person to another black person. And I cannot uh, censor black communications because that is against my beliefs and vows. Um, Okay. Well, I got to go. I have to go to work. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. I have to get ready because I'm working out directly after work too. So I got to. You can find the podcast on Twitter at uh, the test real pod. And you can find us uh, at the test real pod at gmail.com. If you want to email us archaically but just tweet at us if you want uh if you want to suggest a movie really yeah yeah, 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 yeah i'm quasi i'm not quasi famous i got the top people of color disney bloggers to follow me on uh twitter so i'm, I'm feeling kind of away uh you're gonna get the chipotle card soon i don't know what that means but it means it's free chipotle for a year you had to go and get two big um entrees and a side and then two drinks every day and then also once a year you can have a party catered for 80. okay they give it to I... celebrities. it's a chipotle celebrity card okay i'm not getting that soon i got just fucking theme park bloggers who are black to follow me by making did you hear about the popcorn bucket i didn't hear about the popcorn bucket but i need to tell you there's a raisin canes chicken and it opened here um, yeah, there's one opening in Tampa too. Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, you know who Figment is? Who? Figment, the Disney Fig- character Figment. He's yeah. the purple dragon that lives in your imagination. I know who Figment is. Yes, this is Inside Out theory. Okay. They, oh, they released the popcorn bucket Friday for Figment. Oh. Like the that. wait to get this popcorn bucket was eight hours long. You got the popcorn bucket. No. Oh, damn it. But I made fun of people who got multiple popcorn buckets. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm hearing is that Disney did a thing and all the Disney gays lost their shit over it. There was like and a all the Disney of, POCs. Like, but mostly was, the gays. Well, not the POCs, because there was a lot of things about like a lot of people saying like they deserve this bucket over other people because they're more of a like there's a lot of like classism like, and in the racism? Disney fandom. Yeah. Oh, just straight up racism in the Disney fandom. And oh, yeah. it's just like insane to me that like why is Tiana not on a bucket? Someone will bring why well, is... no, not that. I no. don't I don't need a Tiana bucket where you reach into her ass to pull out colorful popcorn. <laughs> but, oh, like, that's not what I meant. I meant one that was flavored like beignets, like a sugar popcorn. No, uh, just eat beignets. Like, well, I've never had a beignet, Peter. Okay, think of them like little fluffy pieces of heaven covered in powdered sugar, and when you put them in your mouth, they like melt. No, I've read all the Sookie Stackhouse books. I just want one. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about, too, where she goes to clean out her cousin's house. Okay. Uh, well, one day I will get you a donut of my people. Oh, and one day I will bring you a tamale of my people. Uh, no olives, Columbia though. Became I can't a thing. eat olives. 
Um, I don't put olives in my tamales. I use our Mexican tamales. Okay, good. I'm just, just making disgusting. sure. Um, no, I like put cheese and chorizo in my tamales. Like I do it right. <laughs> like who needs a freaking pepper inside your tamale? No. I'm what so I want, hungry. I'm what so I want hungry. is beef stock melted into the masa. That's what I want. I want it to be an orange tamale because it's so delicious. Um, anyway. <laughs> You can find Peter at those places. You can find the Test Real Pod at those places. You cannot find me anywhere online because that's the way I like it. But what's giving you life this week, Peter? Um, I don't know. Um, okay. Um, what's giving me life? Uh, Yellow Jackets. Week? Yellow Jackets is giving me life. Like the show or like yeah, the, the show? Okay. I don't know. I haven't seen that one. I think I've heard of it slightly. Um, you give me so many things I need to watch during the day, and somehow, even though I spend most of my time sitting on my ass in front of a television, I'm just so busy. <laughs> and I don't watch these things. Anyway, uh, yeah. Christina Ritchie in Yellow Jackets is life goals. Yellow Jackets! Okay, now I know where the... Okay, yeah, I gotta watch that. It looks really good. It, I'm assuming it has something to do with, like, very Sabrina, like the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina S. No. No? Oh, yes. okay. Um, what's giving me life this week is that I feel like I'm going to be watching the show Sistas from beginning to current uh, very soon here. Wow. By Tyler Perry. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's giving me life because... Um, I think we like, did this segment twice already. It's, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Um, but, like, seriously, it, I watched one episode and it was so fucking funny. I almost died laughing. Um, I couldn't stop laughing, actually. I just couldn't... So fucking funny. And real as shit, too. Because it's like, girl, I don't know, I think you may be gay. And it's like, you know, you might be right, girl. And I'm like... He might be right, girl. He might be gay. <laughs> like, it's just very good. Uh, yeah, watch Sisters by Tyler Perry. I know he puts out a lot of stuff, but this one's actually really good. Okay, well, you know what? It is time for me to go to work. Okay, well, uh, thank you for recording with me. Um, yeah, until next time. Wait, 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 wait. Um, oh, yeah, until next time. Um, join the road, fucking idiots. Yeah, I'm joining right now. Like, Hello, I gotta change my profile picture to something, I think. You do. Um, yeah, I'm in. Anyway, uh, bye, listeners. Bye, Peter. Bye. futuro